0: <laughs>
1: you should love Weezer. I
0: love that song. That one that song, song they have that
1: sweater song. Oh yeah. So here is an exciting thing for you to learn then. There was a cover done of the sweater song by the Wu-Tang clan. No! It's one of the most amazing things. It's like, you know, if you want to destroy my sweater, it's like Wu-Tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with.
0: It <laughs> I've is got to hear that. Brilliant. I mean, I've never it heard is brilliant. that song. But how do you know great. about a song I, that I, I don't I, know
1: about? I, it. I don't, well, it happens every once in a while. Holy so anyway.
0: How? Hi everyone and welcome to Extemporaneous. This is a podcast where I come up with an idea, I do some research, I grab a bottle of wine, I bring everything to Mark, and he pontificates. Tonight's episode is going to be about Andrew Cuomo and all of the things that are happening in New York State. We are going to dig into some of our thoughts on that, and I am really struggling with this, everyone, because of course I feel like I'm, I'm going to kind of be an apologist. But I just want due process to happen. We are available to you on all kinds of different social media. We have a Facebook group page at Extemporaneous with an X. We have a YouTube channel, Extemporaneous Pod. We have an Instagram, Extemporaneous Pod. And we have a Twitter, which is Extemporaneous 2. Please find us on all of those and, and like and subscribe where you can. And thank you very much for sharing us with a friend. Hi, Mark Snedeker.
1: Bonjour, Christina LaRusso.
0: Oh, wow. We're going to be speaking with French accents?
1: No, just that one part. Oh,
0: okay. Um, it's very
1: tiring to do that for a whole show. <laughs> it
0: would be very bad. And I, I don't probably think. probably insulting. Could, <laughs> and I, I really couldn't, I, I don't think I could do it. I'm not very good at a French accent. Oh. I'm not good at really any accents. You're good at accents, not me.
1: But bet you could pull off a British accent.
0: Well, I've been known to do a British accent, but that's because my dad was British. <laughs> right, well, you, I'm
1: not saying you didn't cheat. I'm just mm-hmm. saying.
0: All right. So speaking of British, coming up, we're going to talk about Harry and Megan.
1: Oh, are we? Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because
0: I, I, I just feel like I, I have stuff I have to say.
1: Now, then why not? Why don't you just start have a podcast or something? I
0: have thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, today, though.
1: Not Harry and Megan. It
0: is not Harry and Meghan today. It's Governor Cuomo. Oh, oh, is that a
1: bit of a rough go? Hasn't he? He
0: has. Do you have a hot take?
1: Um. Well, on whatever ends up shaking out, he's very disappointing on many levels. Mm-hmm. Um. And I saw that it reminds me of what I went through when Clinton went through his kind of bimbo eruptions and. Uh, that's what they called them. I know. Okay, well, don't look at me like I made up that term.
0: I know, but I, I just because the term was used, I don't think it's necessary to use it.
1: Okay, well, I did anyway, because uh, that's what they were called historically. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get down that path?
1: Yeah, let's, I do. Let's
0: go down that path. All right, go ahead.
1: All right, so, um, but just kind of that same, like, a, a charismatic... Seemingly capable politician who, you know, uh, I felt like I really supported his policies and his approach. And he turned out to be kind of a deal weed
0: to be a little bit more. I don't know specific about it. He's had several sets of allegations. They're kind of twofold. There's one set that's talking about whether or not he is hidden or in some way has not been as transparent as he maybe ought to have been about deaths. In nursing homes. Correct. Um, and that perhaps there's some question about how that was handled. If people, sick people were put into nursing homes or weren't taken out of nursing homes and put into different facilities. Right. So there's, there's confusion around all of that. So they're doing, there. there's an investigation going on about that. And then the other thing is the, um, the timeline um, with, these allegations that he's getting with from women. Right. Who have worked with him or have been in social situations with him. Right. Who claim that they felt harassed or as if the environment was not safe for them. Right.
1: So I think I would also divide those up into a couple of different categories. Okay. They're just being like just being creepy like And hitting on somebody is not necessarily disqualifying for someone. It's where they use the job to make someone who works for you put themselves in that position right mm-hmm. so for example uh, the allegation that uh, a young intern or somebody had to was told to come to his house to mm-hmm. the governor's mansion to help him with his cell phone mm-hmm. uh, and then he ended up hitting on her in fact that's one of the I think that's the one where she alleged that he actually groped her mm. so those are obviously in a different category than just hey nice butt Right. Which is still inappropriate and not the way a, uh, a boss should act towards somebody who works for them. totally on board with that inappropriate. But it doesn't rise to the level of being like a salty, you know, like it's not it's you know, it's annoying. It's something they should not have to put up with. But it it's OK to think about severity mm-hmm. when you're analyzing these mm-hmm. like you know hey you know he uh I felt like he watched me as I walked across the room okay he might have been creepy then but that's not like okay now it's time to impeach him and remove him but if he tricked me to come over to his mansion at night and then he grabbed my boob that is
0: yeah uh, so yeah that that would be uh... And, and see, the thing is, is something like that, then that's a he said, she said. Right. Because who's going to be around to have seen him do that?
1: And it also matters what happened after. Mm-hmm. Right. So even if it's questionable uh, judgment, you can technically ask someone out that you work with or even that works for you. It happens all the time. There are people who marry their bosses, date their bosses, date some, you know, somebody who's you, you can't. Restricted to only being able to date somebody who's on the exact same pay scale. But Mm
0: -hmm. if
1: they said no and their job was affected by it or if they felt like if they said no, their job would be affected by it. Right. That's where it becomes not just questionable judgment, but, you know, uh, harassment and uh, actionable. So and we're I guess we're in the middle of an investigation now, and we'll see. Well, several, I guess.
0: Well, the call is is actually hot and heavy um, on both sides of the aisle for him to resign. Um, but uh, let's maybe dig in first and and look more in detail at like the timeline of the All accusations. Right. Um,
1: I'm guessing you've done research on this because if you've relied on me to do that, you'll be (laughs) sorely disappointed.
0: I I I don't rely on you for anything. What the hell? Wow. What kind of thing is that
1: for you to say?
0: (laughs) I mean, I rely on you for jokes. And that's it? And analytics.
1: Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So <laughs>
1: Just added that one in there real quick. No,
0: I didn't. I didn't. That's the truth.
1: It, it is the truth, All right. but why did it take you so long to say it? Oh, my
0: God. All right. So, December 13th, 2020. So, this is Lindsay Boylan. It was yeah. a former aide to Cuomo, and she's the first one to accuse him of sexual harassment and kissing her against her will. Okay. Um. She, she came forward with these accusations, as one does, yeah. on Twitter.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean... One way to do it, I guess.
0: Uh, she tweeted, "Yes, Cuomo sexually harassed me for years. Many saw it and watched." She said she could never anticipate what was what she could expect. Like one moment she would be grilled about her work and, and chastised, and then another she would be harassed about her looks. Um, or both in the same conversation. So it was this way for, for years, she, yeah. she said. Um, Cuomo denies the allegations at the time, and he said, but she has the right to come forward and express her opinion and express issues and concerns. Um, but it's just not true, he says. Um, then February 24th, Boylan comes back and she expands on the allegations in a, a piece for Medium. In which she a- accused Cuomo of acting inappropriately with her when she worked for the state's economic development agency. So this is be- <laughs> this is before she even worked for him. She was she met him and her boss at the time said that Cuomo clearly had a crush on her. This was in 2016, right? Um, and then she said in 2017 cuomo invited her to play strip poker as they were on a government plane together um but anyway so she said um in one occasion she he kissed her on his on her lips in in uh in his office in 2018 she got up to leave and he grabbed her and kissed her on the lips and then she was in shock but just kept walking
1: she is currently running for manhattan borough president so she is a politician.
0: Oh, she is. Okay. So so this is always going to be my question, you guys, throughout the entire thing. And Mark, I'm going to tell you oh, also, not I, just our, Don't keep
1: secrets from me. Not
0: just the listeners. I think I'm wondering who stands to gain politically from him having troubles. Lots of people. Well, yes. But is it the right? Is it the left? Is it yes. a combo of both? Yes. Um... And then she resigned in 2018, in September of that year. Right. Um, so Cuomo was pressed... So, of course, sec- that's
1: a tricky thing to ask, though, right? What? Because, I mean, she made these accusations, and they've been echoed by several others. And then you say, now, who stands to gain for this? Because that I don't think that's what you're going for, but that implies that we're questioning whether they're no, being truthful I- I- or not.
0: I'm just saying that there's... Um, I- I don't know if they're truthful. So there needs to be an investigation. Right. Um, Cuomo's, through his press secretary, says that these are just not, they're just simply false, so it's right. not, not true. Um, in February 27th, we have Charlotte Bennett come forward. This is in a, in a Times story published on February 27th. She accused Cuomo of sexual harassment, alleging he asked questions about her sex life. Okay. Um... Bennett, who was first hired by Cuomo's administration in early 2019 and worked as an executive assistant and health policy advisor until November when she left his office. She worked as a, an, executive health, health, an executive assistant and health policy advisor um, until she left his office. She alleged that on June 5th she was alone with him in his state capitol office when he allegedly asked her questions about her personal life that she interpret, uh, interpreted as insinuating a sexual relationship. Then she then here he is asking her this is such an older guy question to ask. I just it makes me feel he asked her. if She thought age made a difference in romantic relationships, whether she was monogamous in her relationship and if she ever had sex with older men.
1: Wow, that's smooth. <laughs> All right, so uh, that definitely sounds like something a older guy. And we should point out that Governor Cuomo is single. He's
0: single, yeah. And I
1: think he was at the time, yeah, as yep. well. Yeah, but um, I mean, that is, you know, that's not a good move. <laughs> I mean, you if you if you're interested in somebody, you know, you ask them out like a normal person. You don't say, you know hey, have you ever been with an older guy?
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, that just... <laughs> So no,
1: nobody's ever going to go. Have you ever
0: been with an older guy who's the governor of yeah. New York?
1: <laughs> how many governors have you banged? <laughs> so,
0: um, But OK, so we have we have that. Um, she said that he in that meeting, he made her uncomfortable because he was talking about how lonely he was because of covid. And right. he said, I, I haven't I can't even hug anybody anymore. And right. when was the last time I hugged someone? This is this sounds all very sad. This doesn't sound rapey or harassing to me. It sounds sad. Yeah,
1: but and I mean,
0: pathetic because he's. Yeah, I was clearing... gonna say I
1: don't think he's really sad. No, I think he's saying that to get her to hug him.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure, but it's just I mean, it's sad
1: in the sense that Homeboy's got no game. <laughs> I know, right? oh I mean, if, how do you get to be the governor without knowing how to ask somebody out? Oh but, God. Um. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, not great.
0: So she takes a leap from this you know thing about hugs and her asking him asking questions about her her relationships she said she understood that the governor wanted to sleep with her and she said she felt horribly uncomfortable and scared okay um and she was wondering how i was going to get out of it and assumed it was the end of my job
1: yeah when that's see that's what i was talking about before where if you feel like your job is being threatened, if you don't respond positively. Now, theoretically, somebody could be wrong about that, right? Right. Could have said, oh, I'm not interested. Oh, OK, cool. All right, let's get back to work. Right. Doesn't sound like the, it doesn't sound like, you know, based on what we're hearing, at least that's how it would have gone. But maybe. Right. So but that's the that's where it's pro- more problematic than just being clumsily asked out or whatever or being hit on. Right. It's where you feel like. You know, you're trapped. You can't you, you don't want to lose your job. You're not sure how you're going to avoid having sex with this guy. I mean, if you're having those kinds of feelings, those are I mean, that's pretty serious. So
0: here's the thing. There's this. Well, let me go again. I'll come back to it. Right. Um, she shared this Situation. She did not announce this on Twitter. So there's, you know, so that's one thing. A
1: boost to the credibility. Um,
0: She shared it with his chief of staff and was transferred less than a week later to another job within the administration in a different part of the capital. Um, She gave a statement to a special counsel to the governor that same month. Uh, In the end, she said she decided against pushing an investigation because she liked her new job and wanted to move on. Yeah. Um, Cuomo said in a press release, he never made advances to her, nor did he ever intend to act in any way that was inappropriate. Um, the last thing I would have ever wanted, he said, was to make her feel any of the things that are being reported.
1: Right. Uh, so she, it sounds like he's not denying saying some stuff.
0: Yeah, he didn't come right out and say, you know.
1: And thing is, if you didn't say some stuff, that's what you do. You say, I didn't say that stuff. I didn't say anything like that. Right. We talked about football or right. whatever it was. Right. Narrator, they did not talk about football.
0: They did not. No. <laughs> so February 28th, Cuomo bends to pressure and asks New York Attorney General Letitia James for a formal referral to create a special counsel with subpoena power to investigate the claims against him. So he's, you know, saying.
1: Now, but wasn't there a thing where he tried to get two other people appointed to investigate him first that may have had ties to him?
0: I don't know what I, I I I'm just going through this yeah. this timeline thing, okay. so we can discuss that. He issued a statement saying he never intended harm, or it, intended to offend anyone or cause any harm. He added that some of his comments may have been insensitive or too personal. Yeah, he made others feel in ways I never intended, and have been misinterpreted as unwanted flirtation. Right. So, <clears throat> I mean. He's not saying he didn't say some of this stuff. He's just saying, you know, I didn't I didn't mean it to be the way that they took it. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Yeah,
1: exactly. I apologize (laughs) for your
0: feelings. (laughs) (laughs) To be clear, he says, I never inappropriately touched anybody and I never propositioned anybody and I never intended to make anyone feel uncomfortable. But these allegations that New Yorkers these are allegations that New Yorkers deserve answers to.
1: Oh, I mean, that's at least something now. Shit went downhill, I think, from there, but mm, yeah. Uh, at least, at least if he's agreeing that, you know, these things need to be answered, asked and answered and shown in the bright light of day, fine, good. Um, apologizing for her feelings, not that great. Mm
0: hmm. No, um,
1: but, um, you know, we'll go. Well, well see there are goes. all
0: of their feelings. Yeah, he, everybody's, know, everybody's feelings. feelings. I'm he sorry you for- all
1: felt that way. That's
0: right. So he then uh, then he starts getting some heat. De Blasio is uh, he's clashed with him in the past. He's mm-hmm. the mayor. Um, mm-hmm. And he issued a statement den- denouncing Cuomo's behavior um, and, and called for the state legislature. Uh, Legislature to to immediately revoke The governor's emergency powers That overrule local control And then he called for two Fully independent investigations into the personal Misconduct allegations And the deaths at nursing homes Um, New York State Senator Alessandra Biagi's Biagi also denounced the governor's behavior, telling uh, ABC News that his alleged behavior was inappropriate. She called for him to resign already on February 27th. She says it's abusive and it scares people because it's terrifying. And the governor of New York should not be acting in that way. Right. I mean, arguably, no one, preferably no one would act that way. But, Correct. you know. OK, so then The New York Times on March 1st publishes an account of an alleged misconduct from a person called Anna Rutch. Unlike Boylan and Bennett, she didn't work with Cuomo. So this is the lady that he meets at the wedding. Oh, okay. So she met him at a wedding reception in September of 2019, and he allegedly placed his hands on her bare lower back and face and asked if he could kiss her. She also shared a photo of the alleged incident with the paper. So here's where
1: I start to have maybe controversial opinions at least controversial to those on the left who, you know, are ready for, you know, t- torches and pitchforks. Mm-hmm. If you're at a wedding and you're hitting on somebody, you might put your hand on their lower back and ask them to kiss them. Now, <laughs> it might not work, but guess what? A, a lot of times it does. <laughs>
0: So you know, shoot your shot. You that's guys. what I'm saying. No, I mean, and I'm not. And
1: look, if she, you know, it all depends on you know what kind of signal she was giving back. Right? Was she just was she pulling back while they were talking or whatever? Yeah. But just that, I know, is nothing. I agree. That's. Sh- I mean, to me, that shouldn't even be on the list unless she said no, no, stop that, and he put her arm, his arm there again or something, right? But that is that's a nothing. Now the other ones, just to be clear assuming they are true, are not nothings, right? You definitely are going to get a call from HR if you do that as a boss. Yeah,
0: you are. I mean, so let's let's continue on, and then we'll, we'll get into whether or not we think it's where we think the lines have been crossed. Um, so she said that she felt uncomfortable and embarrassed and that she didn't have a choice in the matter. I don't know how that happens at a wedding. He's not your boss. He's just right. some old guy who's hitting on you. Tell well, them, back the fuck up. Well, we
1: can't. you can't ignore the fact that he is a politically powerful governor of New York. I understand that. But, but that what? doesn't mean that you can't hit on girls at all. Women. W- women or girls. Well, you can't hit on girls, I guess. But ladies, famals. <laughs> Famalis. <laughs> <Famales. laughs> yes. So, um, but, again, I get that, you know, you felt like he was creepy, and that's reasonable. Um, I can't... I I can't see how you prosecute this one in any way.
0: No, I just it just it just what it does is it adds fuel to the fire that he's like he he doesn't really respect boundaries. He doesn't respect boundaries. That is very, very clear. Okay, so um, she said that he ended up kissing her on the cheek. She has agency. That one has agency. She chose to not enact it. That's right. My choice. That's my opinion on that. Okay. So then we've got Representative Kathleen Rice. She became the first New York Democrat to, to join mounting calls for his resignation in the wake of the allegations. Um, six Democratic s- state lawmakers also called for him to be impeached. Um, and I'll put all the links, as usual, everyone, in the, um, in the episode notes. So in a statement... Uh, Lawmakers said Cuomo used his power to belittle, bully and harass his employees and colleagues and impeachment proceedings are the appropriate avenue for accountability.
1: Fair. Yeah. I I mean, mean, that's true.
0: It further states Cuomo's withholding of information in regards to nursing home deaths is sufficient to justify impeachment proceedings.
1: Honestly, to me, that's a bit more serious than, um, you know, unless he has obviously assaulted somebody. Right. But just being a, you know. Being sexually harassing somebody is bad and can certainly be cause removal. But, uh, you know, a uh, cover up of deaths is pretty serious yeah, and a pretty serious breach of your gubernatorial de- uh, uh, responsibilities.
0: That's right. Then we get March 6th. Karen Hinton, a former press aide to Cuomo, claimed he behaved inappropriately with her when she worked as a consultant for the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. Um, she talked to the Washington Post about this on, on, again, on March 6th. She claimed that Cuomo summoned her to his dimly lit hotel room in Los Angeles and told the Post he embraced her with a too long, too tight, too intimate hug after a work event in December 2000. Uh, She was married at the time and claimed that she pulled away from him, but he pulled her back toward his body. I thought at the moment it could lead to a kiss, it could lead to other things. So I just pull away again and I leave, Hinton said to the Post. Also on uh, Saturday, a fifth woman, Anna Liss, who served as a policy and an operations aide to Cuomo from 2013 to 2015, came forward with allegations that were published in the Wall Street Journal. She said the governor asked her if she had a boyfriend, called her sweetheart. Touched her on her lower back at a reception and once kissed her hand as she rose from her desk. It's not appropriate, really, in any setting, Liss said to the journal. Um, And then Cuomo's uh, director of communications denied these claims. And he said this did not happen. Karen Hinton is a known antagonist of the governor's who is attempting to take advantage of this moment to score cheap points with made up allegations from 21 years ago. All women have the right to come forward and tell their story. However, it is also the responsibility of the press to consider self-motivation. This is reckless. March 9th, the Albany Times Union reported that a sixth woman, who is a current member of the government's executive chamber staff, accused Cuomo of inappropriate conduct. The staffer, who has not been named, accused the governor of inappropriately touching her late last year during an encounter at the governor's mansion after she had been summoned there to do work. She had she has not filed a formal complaint with the office. Uh, her claims were recently reported to the governor's council by other executive chamber employees. Uh, Cuomo said he was unaware of the sixth claim against him during a call early, you know, earlier in the last week uh, with uh, reporters. And, and he said, I'm not aware of any other claim. And. Um, and he said, "No one ever told me at the time I made them feel uncomfortable." So he's he's, right, but he's spinning wouldn't. it a little bit. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, you 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 would do women in those situations typically have um, because of the because we tend to not want to be confrontational. Um, not, not all women. I'm not speaking on behalf of all women. There are plenty of, there are plenty of women out there that just have no problem going hard. And I would now at my age, but if I was a younger woman, yeah. I might try and do that thing where you kind of, they laugh might throw, and, they
1: <laughs> might throw hands and you, give them the two piece and a biscuit you, you, and how you, that goes for them. You
0: laugh it off and you kind of go, ah, ha, ha, and, yeah. and, and, and extract yourself from, from that situation. Um, You wouldn't necessarily say, hey, you're making me uncomfortable. Stop it. Stop. Like you're
1: in an HR video. (laughs)
0: Stop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it never works out that way. Then he he came out and he denied it. Uh, He had never done anything like that. So he's got he's he's full on denying that. March 11th, after meeting with the Assembly Majority Conference, Assembly Speaker Carl Heastie said, He is authorizing the Assembly Judiciary Committee to begin an impeachment investigation led by Chair Charles D. Levine to examine allegations of misconduct against the governor. Um, And so they're trying to go down a path, it looks like, where an investigation is going to happen. But at the same time, people are out there calling for him to resign. Right.
1: Which you're entitled to do. Right. And honestly, I think there's a decent chance he will. You think so? Yeah, because there's... the Just from what I've seen over the past couple of decades, mm-hmm. these things get a certain amount of momentum yeah. and nobody comes back from them, right? Yeah. They just don't. Now, unless you're a shameless slug like Trump, for example. He weathered all of these storms and stayed in office because he has absolutely no conscience and his supporters also showed a similar lack of conscience and just supported him blindly regardless. Mm -hmm. But in general, when these things get a certain amount, if it was one, two allegations, you maybe weather that storm, right? Mm -hmm. But you have six allegations, even if one or two of them turn out to be nothing, you know, much to speak of, Uh you still have a fairly weighty amount of stuff there. And he's also dealing with the, uh, the actual political problem of the, uh, underreported deaths or policies that may have increased deaths, et cetera, in nursing homes. Uh So I think there's a decent chance, better than 50-50, that he'll resign.
0: So you think that he's going to resign?
1: I think not 100%, but I think there's a better than 50% chance he will at some point. Yeah. I won't predict when. Okay. But I think at some point, before any impeachment takes place. He's not going to let himself get impeached and taken out of the office. Out of office.
0: Well, couldn't. Well, I mean, do, is it worse to to resign and then maybe try again politically? Do you? Does he come back from this politically? I don't think
1: he does. I mean, he might, but I don't think he does. I mean, you can technically come back from some of that stuff, but did Al Franken come back from it? I think. I, mean, I his, think
0: that Al Franken his, is going to come back. Really? From
1: I, well, I would like to see it. His reputation has obviously been, you know, restored somewhat. But he's not a senator, so.
0: Uh, no, but I think that no, I think Al Franken. I think that there there's a move to rehabilitate him, and I think he's right. I think he's going to come back from that. I honestly do. I really really do.
1: So to put this into perspective, yes, I've been thinking, <laughs> <laughs> which is always dangerous. Okay, but not only has Governor Cuomo risked his political future, mm-hmm. the governorship of New York, yes. But he has also slid dangerously low in the hierarchy of Cuomo's. Okay, <laughs> oh, what?
0: so the, it used the hierarchy to be, of Cuomo's. Yes,
1: it used to be, you know, Governor Cuomo, uh-huh. his dad Mario, uh-huh. his his journalist brother Chris. I mean, and then the lead singer of Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> now he. Governor Cuomo is clearly, Andrew's down in fourth place. Mm -hmm. He's below the lead singer of Weezer.
0: I feel like, honestly, Chris should be below the lead singer of Weezer, too. Maybe so. So then now it's Mario, Rivers, Chris, and Andrew.
1: Andrew, wow. So he's a heartbeat away from being (laughs) at the top of the Cuomo ladder, and his competition is dead. Yeah. So... I mean, Rivers I was, Cuomo for governor,
0: maybe. Oh my God, I was wondering. Yeah. Because before I was speculating, like who had, who could, who, who stood to really it gain. Was so was, it was always Rivers. Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> oh my God. He has made his move. <laughs>
1: And now feel his wrath, <laughs> you
0: guys. He's he is like a dark horse. <laughs> he is holy cow. Rivers great glow. glasses. Nice that guy. Nice. What's the other song by Weezer that you like so much? Um, Buddy Holly is yeah. a great song. I know, um, but the other one where they're like uh, in their garage. Oh, in my, gar- in, in my garage.
1: In my garage. Yeah, there. yeah, that's a great one.
0: So I, I do. You know, maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he does resign. I know that there was a woman that was interacting with me on a. Um, on a political group, and she said, "You know, just get him out. Just he right. should he should just resign, and and then you know uh, his uh, I think his lieutenant. I, I think she was laboring under the assumption that the lieutenant governor would then just take, take over. Yeah. And the lieutenant governor is a, is a woman, and she said, let you know, let the woman do the work, and he can resign.' Well, that's a silly
1: thing to say. Let, but, he can yeah. re,
0: well, she's. <laughs> She's not always a very measured yeah. commentator on these groups. But at any rate, I mean, taking her seriously, because, of course, this is how some people feel. Yeah. Like, get him out. Let somebody else take over. Right. Let him t- go through, you know, maybe then have the investigation. Let him rehabilitate himself and come back. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't it, know. If it all depends that.
1: on how, you know, what the what the investigation would ultimately turn up. Right. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? If you did, if he just like went up oh, too much heat. Uh, I resign. And then it turns out that he wasn't, you know, responsible for these things or whatever. Then, you know, why did you do that? But realistically, he definitely did some stuff. Right. He would, if he were an employee, he would definitely be in the HR office today. Oh,
0: right? 100%.
1: Just to say, look, you you know, this is your last warning. You can't be kissing people in the halls. No. Or I
0: mean, the thing is, is if that somebody did that to you at your normal work environment, that would be so shocking and weird.
1: Like as a man, I've never, shockingly, I know, <laughs> but I've never had to deal with anything like that. No,
0: you did. You did. You told me about this one boss of yours who gave you a whole bunch of Playboys.
1: Oh well, yeah, but I didn't take that as a sexual but harassment.
0: If some man did that for a woman, oh well, to a woman, yeah, or just like odd. said, hey, I've got, Dude, uh, I got
1: like twenty five years of playboys from that. That was pretty awesome, I thought.
0: <laughs> but I mean, so so there are some things that I think you know don't I don't know does does doesn't resonate the same way, right? Um, uh, with with either with both with both sexes. I mean, because right. this isn't. I mean, this isn't necessarily a gender thing; it's a sex thing. Um, or maybe it is a gender thing. I don't know. That whole thing is, like, so confusing to me. It Honestly, is. it's like I I don't know any more how to talk about a lot of Just that.
1: Just jump on the third rail and hold on mm, tight. My God.
0: <laughs> um, uh, totally trans rights, though, everyone. Just FYI, if... Uh, if a trans man is a man. A trans woman is a woman. That's my right. that's my opinion. So yeah, that know. is the
1: official show opinion.
0: That is the extemporaneous opinion. You are entitled to your own, but that is that is our that is our our show's opinion. Um. So that same woman that I was having the conversation with that said he should just resign and go. Yeah. Was the person who said she also said, I said why why shouldn't he have an investigation? Shouldn't we have an investigation? Right. And she said. No, six people accused him.
1: Yeah, see, that's that's problematic. And
0: it's like, well, but okay, if six people accused me of robbing a bank, right? And I didn't. We still
1: check the facts, you
0: know. Check, you know, look into it because you can't just, you know, ruin my career because I, you put, you know, you think I robbed a bank, yeah, or you know, and this isn't even as tangible of a thing as robbing a bank, you know, like so. um, I, it's not, it's not okay to just because. A plethora of people.
1: A plethora,
0: <laughs> which is uh, <laughs> which
1: is just a makeup store with a lot of choices. <laughs> <laughs> <That's so funny.
0: laughs> but yes, yeah, so I don't think it's fair to to rush to judgment without allowing people to have an investigation. Now you may you may be correct. He may decide to to just pull out. On his own accord, because look, he knows the truth. Yes, right. Presumably, Like, I mean, he he gets, he knows. Presumably,
1: he's he, not so deluded that he doesn't know whether or not he did this stuff. Right. Right. So yeah,
0: yeah. And I think that you know, if we look at these these politicians and we recognize that they probably skew towards the narcissistic end of the the spectrum, if that's on a if that's on a continuum, and they. They are they are more narcissistic than than I'm not right. saying they're malignant narcissists. Some of them are would, clearly some of them are seriously seriously narcissistic. Right, but but some just skew towards that end of the the um the spectrum, and that pr- probably makes them good at being well, political it makes them, animals. It makes
1: them motivated to be that right. right? That's how they that's how <laughs> they see themselves as the person who can fix it or can lead it, or they crave that power and attention. Those kinds of people are going to be are going to gravitate towards those kinds of positions. That's
0: right, and and I think that they also are the kinds of people who recognize that rules are good. They recognize that rules exist because rules are good. They just don't apply to them,
1: right? They they see themselves as the exception. Yeah, Yeah. or it's like, look, I since I know what's right, just let me do what I do. You know, it'll be cool. It's fine because I it.
0: mean, because what I'm doing really isn't bad. After right. all, I'm protecting. I mean, everybody. they're getting to kiss
1: a governor for God's I mean, sake. My God, <laughs> how exciting so, is that?
0: Um, yeah, I don't think. So that's that's my that's my kind of my opinion on, um, on that. And I think that it. Then the question becomes like, do we give him a pass because he's good? This is this is where I get into a really anti-feminist kind of weird mindset about this, and it makes me very nervous, which is. Do we say that yeah he might be a dick? He might be right. kind of a fuckboy? Yeah. At 63, which is oh god, it's really kind of pathetic, but like okay, let's say he's he's this he is this fuckboy. But generally he's good. He's generally an ally. He right. he screwed up. Let's say he says, "Okay, yeah, you know, now I see the error of my ways. I'm going to I'm going to continue right. on" Do we sacrifice the few for the good of the many?
1: So, hang on a second, Spock, and I'll, I'll give that some thought.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so, I think it really, I mean, it, it's a terrible answer, but it depends, right? It depends on how egregious the, uh, the acts were. Mm-hmm. And how, did they cross the line into assault, um, or they just, you know... Like you said, just being a fuck boy. How is he going to, you know, speak with any kind of authority on women's rights or right. workplace protections when clearly he violated those? That's right. right? I mean,
0: he's really, he's really, he's really fucked.
1: That's why I said more than fifty percent chance.
0: He's really fucked. Honestly, he is. And and and, and I'm sitting Unless- here. Unless they find the, out that it's all not which true. Which is
1: fairly – I mean at this point realistically it's not that likely I don't think. But if they find out, yeah, that they're all kind of uh, either you know questionable or even false accusations, it does not seem to me like it's that. But again, I agree with you that the investigation needs to happen. That's how these things work. If you are in your job mm-hmm. and you're accused of someone right. or something – the correct step is to investigate that thing to see if you really did it before right. they decide how to punish you in whatever way. Yeah, um, you know if, but let's say that they did the investigation and he did these things, but he did them in a way that would really just get anybody else, you know, a warning letter from HR, right, right, and saying you can't behave in this way in this company, right. Then what do you do? Now politics is, of course, always different. Um, and then I'll, I'll and it leads me into kind of my position of how multiple things can be true. It can be true that he did these bad things. Yeah. It can also be true that the people now making the loudest noise are being political opportunists. Yes. Because he has famously, I mean, the the New York Assembly. Yes. Is famously raucous. Kind of out of control, Uh not very responsible, Uh very self-interested, and he's kept them in check for... Two terms, right? He's had them kind of under his thumb. And how he did that is certainly the matter of some speculation or questioning whether he was a little bit more rough and tumble than uh, strictly he should have been. But he's he's held the reins of power and kept them kind of under control. Right. And now they're like, this is our chance, right? He's down. Let's kick him. Yeah. And keep the kicking going until, mm-hmm. you know, now maybe we'll get a weaker governor in there and we can do whatever nonsense we want to do. I think that's 100% <laughs> possible. And now obviously the Republican side are oh, definitely are going to about Yes. This. and they're the exact ones who would, you know, not support If it was their
0: guy, they would uh, be protecting absolutely. his ass. Absolutely. And that's so this is this is my point about um, I feel like potentially the left um, we talked about this in our very first episode, which was Cancel Culture, everyone. It's very badly recorded. On the potato. <laughs> it's very, very badly edited, and that's on me, um, but, you know, I've, it's gotten better, so I've, I've redeemed myself. But um, we talked about this, and that is that uh, the left tends to eat their, you say... They young. eat their
1: own. Let's say it's less grim that way.
0: All right, so I not much,
1: but a little bit less. I grim. completely
0: agree with that, and I and I think that here's here's the issue: is that right now the left holds the moral high ground because the left is championing all of the social justicey type things. Correct. You know, they're taking on racism, they're taking on sexism, they're taking on um, sexuality issues, gender identity issues, they're, they're, and they're supporting all of these social justice things which are i think most people can say well i i don't want to say most people because there's certainly a lot of people who voted uh, not you know in we can do we can
1: do the no true scotsman thing <laughs> most right-minded people most right-minded. would say
0: no but i but i would say that the, many many people see that there is validity in protecting these
1: typically victimized
0: and- yeah. Cl- classes, and I'm not right. meaning classes and, you know marks, but I mean like they are. Um, I think that everyone can see that this is this is a trend towards kindness and acceptance, and and um, I think that many many people agree with that. So I would say that the left now is ironically the moral majority. Yeah. Um, and because of that, they really have to uphold their principles. They have af- they have to stand by their principles, and sometimes. It's like if you're so ideologically just focused and, you know. It, you lose it, the big you, picture. You, loo- you lose the big picture and you lose the ability to be politically effective in some Correct. ways because you are you are painted into this box and it, you lose the opportunity to see nuance.
1: But the, and <clears throat> but then the other side is also problematic where. You're willing to overlook a certain amount of shenanigans for political expediency.
0: Right. No, agree. agree. There's no good way to, to do this. But how? OK, if you're on the left, how do you then do, you know, you, you, you keep getting rid of people who do good work. Right. Yeah. You, do, you know, Franken is Al Franken is a. we talked about it before, but right. he's he's the perfect example of it. And I think he's actually going to be rehabilitated. I was just reading a transcript of a, of an interview that um a woman who has been working with Roman, Fa- Roman, with Ronan Farrow um, on um, exposing sexual abuse. And she has now dug into Franken's case and she's kind of looking back at him and going, eh, it doesn't really pass the smell test. It, it's really not clear that he did anything truly wrong. And um, is that Jane Mayer, Jane Mayer. Yep, that's it. Um, she did an interview with uh, Terry Gross on Fresh Air, and she talked all about how she's dug into his background and the allegations, and it doesn't seem like they really hold up under scrutiny. But yet, he was rushed out, and a, and a lot of that it is suspected had to do. I think that there was a vacant Senate seat in Alabama that yes. that the Democrats then wanted. They were to win.
1: afraid that they that would distract from their message yeah. and that it would cost them that seat.
0: That's right. So, um, so, but I do think that, so is it, what do we do? Do we, do you, if you're on the left, do you say, holy cow, we're going to start, we're, because of our principles, we're going to lose our, you know, our, some of our talent.
1: Yeah. Which... And maybe they should be lost, but maybe not. That's why, like you pointed out, you have to have the investigation. If they had had the investigation with Franken, chances are he wouldn't have resigned.
0: No. And he he was an ally.
1: Yeah, and he says now, I shouldn't have resigned. I shouldn't
0: have resigned. He is hardcore. He says, I I shouldn't have done it. You know, he does a podcast now.
1: Well. Well. Competition. (laughs) Come at me, Al.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But he, uh, you know, I mean, he's a a decent human being. He was... um, He was ham handed. I don't think that again, I don't think that people understand and and it's all people, not just men. But in this case, we're talking about men. I think that sometimes men don't understand how what they're doing is actually offensive. I think it's genuine ignorance. They just don't see it. They don't get it. And um, because I think that men or if you're in the position of, of fancying someone a lot of the time, <laughs> a lot of the time you project your own feelings onto that person and they, they they fancy you back. That's not always the case. And that happens so often with, with men. I, I mean, yeah. and I can only speak from that daily, perspective. for me, honestly. Well, daily. <laughs> I'm just like
1: hitting on people left and right in publics and gas <laughs> stations. And
0: <laughs> but no, I mean, have you? OK, let me ask you this question. Have you ever misinterpreted? someone's feelings about you. Oh,
1: yeah, you know, if anybody who says they haven't is a huge liar. Mhm. Everybody has.
0: Mhm. I did, I have, I have I there was there's a guy that I had a big crush and on. By and by the it. way,
1: it goes both ways, right? You can also yeah. misinterpret that when someone did like you and you didn't know that they liked oh, you. Oh, that's right, because
0: right? that's always a conversation that happens when you yeah. have, you know. At oh high my God, you meetings, had a crush on me. I had, I a, crush had a crush on you. On too. On you. Why, Why didn't we, didn't we ever talk together? about this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the hell is uh, wrong with us? No, that's, uh, yeah, and, and then you. We're get seventy-five in, years old. Let's get married. Then, then you get into yeah, you get into a relationship with them at long last. Yes, um, and then
1: you can be on like an episode of This American Life. That's or, right. Uh, whatever. That's or, right. What was the? And now for the rest of the story, Paul Harvey. Oh. Hmm. Where he would have these wild, like long, convoluted stories that had these wild twists at the end, and everybody came up and was like, "And that guy was Albert Einstein, or whatever <laughs> it was." <laughs> and it was, an, it, and it was, I was like, I remember listening to those as a kid, uh-huh. going, "He's got to be making this shit up," because I mean, how can there be every single week? There's a story with a twist like this. Yeah.
0: But well, they went and found those stories yeah
1: maybe i, mean, there well, are stories I didn't with understand twists. things like working hard yeah. and researching <laughs> <and> research. <laughs> which i you know everything's changed pretty dramatically for me as no, you can tell No, it
0: hasn't it's all the same yeah. um so i i think that it's it's tough though because what do you, uh, and i and i've really grappled with this and i know that there are people who were very have been have been very disillusioned by by all of this because you know heroes well and and I, I i that's
1: why I said it was disappointing right it really I was is. disappointed that he turned out not to be as good a guy as we thought he was, and it, no matter how the investigation goes, he's definitely tarnished on some, some level yeah. right because he gave the kind of wimpy non apology apology, I'm sorry for their feelings type of thing, yeah, which means he definitely did some of the shit. I don't know which part. I don't know how much, whatever. But he definitely did some of it, and he's definitely got some kind of issue with the uh, nursing home scandal. Yeah, so. that's
0: and that's a, and and you know what's getting lost in yeah. is that is the nursing might home be thing. the more important too.
1: Not that, that you know reports of sexual harassment are not important, but life and death. I mean, has to rank die. a little bit. Yeah. higher yeah. So if if his actions caused more people to die, I feel like that's a problem.
0: It's definitely a problem. How, do they, how does he rehabilitate? Does he?
1: I don't know. I, I think it's really, really going to depend on how these s- stories are framed coming out of the investigation. And it's really going to matter, I think, a lot who's doing the framing, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know anything about the attorney general in New York, whether she's, you know, uh, politically ambitious. I assume so. But and, you know, what her reputation is. But. If, if she's the one that ends up framing the story, it's going to depend on how she frames it. If she frames it like, yeah, he did that, and let me tell you, we uncover some other shit, too, mm-hmm. he doesn't come back. No. He's done. No. Um, if she comes back and says, well, you know, these problematic things happen, but this one appears not to have happened, etc. If there's some kind of mixed bag, mm-hmm. I think there's a chance he comes back, but still probably more as a like a, a, a media personality than – As a politician, I think he's done. You think he's done with as a politician?
0: Well, and you know, maybe for the best. I, you know, honestly, I don't know. Maybe for the best because it it just I struggle with this idea that like uh, on either side. Now, this is this could be on both sides. Mm -hmm. Like if if people are accused of things like this, and generally they're good politicians. Generally, they are allies for whatever their whatever their base you know wants. Do we, we, like, how do we know the next person's not going to be worse? I mean, I just don't. You don't, but you can't
1: really think like that, right? You can't say, well, let's forgive him his sins because the next guy might be worse.
0: No, that's true. But, okay, here's a question for you then. So not like the next guy might be worse. Do people learn lessons from this?
1: Do you mean they, like do, those involved. Does,
0: is he the only one that learns a lot? See, the thing is, is that if we keep doing this, and this is what, this is what's concerning to me. There's something that's not. I feel like something. There's something going awry with cancel culture, and I felt that in the first episode, and I think I still I still feel that. In, fe- in fact, I feel it more because
1: it's not. There's it's no, not a nuanced tool. There's. It's a blunt. It's a blunt instrument. It just. It sees. Something that looks like discrimination of some sort and it hits it like a whack a mole. And there's no way to, to like, you know, to tease out, you know, nuances or differences. It's and and it's not wrong, right? Sexual discriminate, sexual harassment is wrong, racism is wrong, those are all wrong,
0: mm-hmm. right? We agree on that, yeah. But
1: they treat every single one of them exactly the same, uh huh, because it's not a nuanced tool, right? Right, and it's. Barely. I mean, it's not. It's not like you know, cancel culture was really invented recently.
0: No, it's been going on forever.
1: But this particular brand of it, with the social media mm-hmm. aspect and the issues that it focuses on, is too new for it to be, you know, a sophisticated uh, tool.
0: It gets out of control. Right, very quickly and it's
1: crowdsourced so yeah. guess what mob mentality is a thing
0: right and, and that's you, not at, helpful it's not helpful
1: and it's at the first sign of someone who may have truly committed you know uh, an offense of some sort it's torches and pitchforks yeah right and you know they're 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 storming the castle and that is you know that is going to produce some bad results sometimes it just is I,
0: and, and has. I, and I wonder if it, if it doesn't it produce – I think right now it's still – the perception is that it's producing more good results than bad. I would
1: think so. I think that's a reasonable take. But I think that it definitely produces some bad results. And if it's used so frequently, like you just are just continually – that you have one tool in your toolbox, right? Yeah. And if you continually do that, people are going to tire of it. And the pendulum's going to swing back the other way in yeah. a direction you don't want it to go. Yeah. It's, now, it's hard to tell people, well, don't be so cancel culture because, you know, people are going to get tired of it. You can't really tell somebody that. No,
0: because it's based in principle. Right. Right. But it doesn't always mean that the principles are correct. That's, That's one right. thing. You don't – so, like, for instance, I would say – I think I mentioned it earlier. I was thinking it earlier, but McCarthyism – you were talking right. about
1: That's 100% cancel all culture. Right, so
0: McCarthyism, and it's 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 a it's the same kind of thing like people telling on each other. Yep. You know, and it's and that goes back to witchcraft t- trials and all. You know, all of the rest. It's yeah. sort of like this. Oh, this is what happened, and yeah, and like and, mounting and, accusations. And then it gets momentum, and,
1: and people start ganging up, right. and sometimes subsequent accusations or maybe not as accurate as they might be.
0: And in the fullness of time, we I mean I think that a lot of people at the time knew that mccarthyism was <laughs> nutty and crazy, yeah. right? That it was very but da- there were, it was but very dangerous. But nobody
1: was brave enough to speak up against but it. But it
0: was a fear because there was something real happening in the world which yeah. was this fear of of communism, Correct. right? So you have and
1: people were afraid to criticize mccarthyism Because then you look like you're a communist. Then you look
0: like you're a communist, even if you are not a communist.
1: Right. Um, Or even if you are a communist and you're entitled to be one if you want. You should
0: be a communist if you want to. Right. But but it was very, very scary because it was a different time. Well, in the fullness of time, we have all obviously come to the conclusion that was not a great thing to have happen. Correct. Okay. So we don't know what this is going to result in and how this is all going to look 50, 60 years down the road. We may look back on it and say – Holy crap, you know, that was like complete witch hunt.
1: But how do you how do you be that voice of reason without simultaneously look like you're acting against you know, victims of this kind of right. Discrimination. Okay,
0: and so like, I am—I'm a woman. I can speak to this. There, the the other isms. You're I, a what? I, I'm a woman. When were you going to tell me this? I'm sorry. I know it's you, a surprise. You think I was going to assume your gender? Did you? Well, I'm a woman. Um, and I, uh, no. So I, I feel like I can speak to this. I'm not obviously speaking for all women, but I can speak to this ism, sexism. I can't speak to any of the others because I'm—I'm not—I'm not a victim of really any of the others. It, as far as I know, but um, I I wonder where we where it starts being. It, it's I wonder where it starts becoming almost paternalistic in the sense that oh we know better we know right what's right best for we'll you. curate we'll, your life we'll for you will help we'll help yeah. you. Um, yes, I want equality. Yes, I want a safe workplace. I don't want to have to be fending off unwanted advances. You know, right. but I also don't want to be told that if someone touches my back that they're, you know, in, in a stupid attempt to hit on me, that I can't somehow handle that myself, that I right. need the force of, you know, the Internet, the Internet <laughs> to like sort of yeah. uh, regulate that for me. and And then and beyond the Internet, the government. Right. Like right. I don't. So I worry about that. And I think to myself, well, where do we. Where do we draw the line? I am not the only woman thinking like this either. Yeah. I am, I know I have several friends of mine I, and and I, I see it happening online in, in many cases where where people are saying, hold on, just hang on. Let's not rush to judgment. Let's let's let the investigations play out because too many of I, I think it, it can go too far. It can get out of hand. And for, in fact, that article that I was or that. Interview that I was referencing um, about Al Franken. Yes. She points out, the author points out that um, that one of the things that happened that really led to his resignation was that the stuff was published online before. And and he wasn't offered by out, out of courtesy an opportunity to comment before it went to press. So it didn't go into a newspaper. They posted it online, on some forum online for their webpage, I think, or something. And um, she says, well, you know, they didn't give him a chance to respond. So by the time he was responding the horse was out of the gate. It was, you know, so this, the the news was out there and that's very hard to come back with a PR position. Not, you know, like I hate to say it, but I mean, even if you're innocent of something, if something like that is coming out, you have to have your, your, you have to have your PR in order. You have to be able to do the spin that you need to do in order to keep things under control. Cancel culture, the way that it works now with everybody able to like call stuff out. I mean, it's not, it's not good. I don't think. Well, I agree
1: because again I know we were talking about something else the other day uh, where people on the internet are 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 activists, right? Oh, yeah. And you know, investigating things. You know, yeah, that's things, that's right? for
0: an upcoming episode, yeah. you guys. It's but very the, exciting, the but I'm not gonna is, tell you what yeah, it is. Yeah, the problem is
1: <laughs> people get stuff wrong sometimes. Yeah. You know? People make mistakes and then those mistakes get multiplied and exponentially even increase. Yeah. With the With a single viral tweet. Right. Right. It just gets that momentum. And then uh, there's no, you know, there's no, uh, well, wait a minute. Let's take a look at this. No, Mm -hmm. there's none of that. It's we've got our truth and we're marching to the castle. Yeah. And um, the Internet is particularly susceptible to this just because of the way it operates. Right. Where, you know, you're going to see things that you've you've curated a you know an environment for yourself mm-hmm. more or less and you're going to see things that reinforce your position and it's going to give you that moral rectitude and that certitude and all kinds of other tudes that <laughs> will make you will, will, will give you that will just make you strongly believe in what what you're saying and no second thoughts right no well under this no it's just i know what i know Let's get him.
0: Well, and especially if everybody joins on your bandwagon, yeah, then you then feel you great. Feel really good. You're like,
1: oh my gosh, look, everybody here is with me. Solidarity, you know, right. whatever.
0: And everybody wants to. I mean, people want to be a part of a group. People want to, you know. So you go storming th- w- forward with it. Pathetic
1: th- and sad, but social. But
0: social. <laughs> but the thing is that bothers me, I guess, the most is that there is no room for forgiveness there's no room for rehabilitation yeah. it is it is just these things get out there they get everything gets fired up and you then you lose a good guy who potentially like in the case of al franken probably shouldn't have been pushed out right. in the way that he was and, and then
1: someday this whole thing becomes an episode of you're wrong about but It's too late. Yeah, right. You know, it's like, oh, we were wrong about that. We were wrong about
0: Al Franken. Okay. Yeah, -hmm. Yeah, that was.
1: Sucked he lost his job.
0: Yeah. And and sucked for, see, and the thing is, is that you don't look at the bigger picture. You're looking at that instance and you're not looking at the bigger picture. Like, what good could this guy have ended up doing? Here's the thing that I wonder about. The long-term implications of cancel culture. Is it an effective deterrent? because ultimately what we want it to do is change the way that people behave. I don't think that it does that. I don't think that I th- think
1: it does somewhat, right? I don't think you're going to be CP. It's it's like I would liken it to um, I would I would draw a similarity to civil rights li- uh, legislation. Uh-huh. Where it makes it less um, socially acceptable mm-hmm. to say certain things and do certain things,
0: uh-huh.
1: it may change some people's actual opinions. Yeah. But for others, it's just going to drive it underground and you're, they're just not going to vocalize it, but they're still going to feel that way. Right. That's what I think ultimately will happen. Yeah. But, it, I mean, again, that's still effective to a certain degree. it's just but not, things It's not going to change the world in some kind of No. transformation where everything's now going to be, you know, Rainbows and and yellow submarines.
0: I No, don't think. no, I don't think. So. See, and that's the that's the problem. I I don't think it works. I don't think I don't think it is an is a deterrent or a method to really invoke change. I think it invokes fear, and but, I think it invoke I think it invokes caution. I think it keeps things polite, but it doesn't really accomplish what we hope it will accomplish, which is actual meaningful change. Yeah, and and driving those kinds of feelings underground. That's not. Okay, so like what things could we do that could actually cause people to really have a, a sea change in the way that they, they think?
1: Well, then you need a charismatic, persuasive leader to champion the subject, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's say Kamala Harris becomes some kind of you know political superstar, right? That could actually ch- move the discussion. You know, or not even just the discussion but behavior from one you know, extreme towards at least the middle or, or maybe away from the middle uh, towards something a little bit more liberal, uh, for example. But because that's a positive persuasion, right? People are more responsive to that than they are to be t- – than being told you're a bigot.
0: I agree with you a hundred percent. And what I find very difficult is that people want things to be a certain way, but they also don't want to allow people into the dialogue. They don't want questions to be asked. They sure. get, they'll say things like, "This is not your turn to speak. This right. is your turn Stay to in listen." Your lane. Yeah, and I get that. And yes, I do need to listen, but I also don't want to be afraid to ask questions, and I don't want to be afraid right. to say, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, without then being called into question about whether or not I don't know I'm sexist or I'm racist right. or I'm, you know, transphobic or anything. I have questions I've entitled I'm entitled to be able to ask questions. And as long as I'm being respectful about it and actually there to learn, that's how education is the thing that's going to that's what you're talking about. Having a charismatic person that is is taking on an educational role. Right. Either by by um
1: just example. by by example
0: or, or by actually saying, the, here's what's going on. Right. Let's everybody think about this in a different way. But
1: you often hear this now, now that Trump lost the election, <clears throat> um, you hear this, well, let's be understanding to Trump supporters and don't call them, you know, don't call them out on their previous beliefs or their behaviors or whatever, because that's just going to drive them away. And I reject that. If someone is being a racist, call them a racist. I'm okay with that. The problem is where they think that anybody who doesn't immediately fall into line with their perspective uh-huh. is a sexist or is racist or right. whatever, uh, whatever uh, uh, you know, transphobic or whatever it is. Right. When you do that, you will lose your audience because you've just called now everybody who doesn't agree with you trans transphobic or whatever it is or Mm -hmm. sexist and nobody's going to take you seriously so you can but you still can call people that when they are you don't have to be gent when someone acts racist you can call them a racist and you can say you're being that's racist bro
0: yeah but asking a question and if asking that question is tone deaf is is racist or transphobic or whatever right then yes say to the person hmm I hear you're asking a question and you have to do a judge. You have to do a judgment. Are they asking in sincerity? Right. Um, Because there there
1: is a playbook. Right. And I'm just going to use the the, uh, example of racism. There's a playbook where you say, you know, X, Y, Z, this is racist. And they're like, well, what about this? Right. They'll always say, like, well, uh, how can the Democrats pretend they're against racism when you know they used to be the, the racist party, well, right? I, I, that's what I'm saying. So there's a there's some predictable responses that you get, and you're like, or they're like, it's heritage, not hate. Mm-hmm. You're a racist if you say that. You're I'm definitely going to tag you as a racist. I'm almost positive you are. Mm-hmm. So you know it, it you can't be insulated from that accusation, but. Again, it's a balancing act. You can't make that accusation to everybody willy-nilly.
0: With, this is this is actually an interesting conversation because I think that this is another thing that's become very off-putting about like that the cancel culture and this sort of the social justice and this all ties into with with Cuomo and the sexism and and it just I think the people who really want to learn, Are very afraid to even wade into that, right? And I have—I've been agonizing, as you know. We've had conversation about this. I've had—I've been agonizing over whether or not I really want to talk about the fact that I think the guy deserves an investigation.
1: And for people to equate that position, your position, with actual, you know sexism yeah, or then they say you're you know, not a feminist supporting the f- patriarchy or whatever yeah. is ridiculous right right
0: um so uh, but well to me it is to others who are well you again know, that's just th- that's, that's th- just
1: where you, you're you you're lacking nuance <laughs> if you if that's how you see it that's a good example of someone who doesn't understand the nuance of the situation because clearly i mean at least to most people you're not a uh, you know Anti-feminist? No, or...
0: no. But I mean, I may not be as feminist as as others, and that's okay. Not right. everybody has. Here's the thing: not everybody has the same outrage right. level of Correct. you know, like there's there's no right way. And what I feel happens now is that if you are not all the yeah, way why outraged. why aren't you as
1: pissed as I am? Why,
0: if you are not all the way outraged and your right. head is exploding on a regular basis over one thing or another, then you're not woke enough. You, you're Bro, not you only used two
1: exclamation enough. points in your tweet. <sighs> That's not enough. That's a four exclamation point position, dude. You
0: know, and and why am I not so, you know, why so am I then then the and then you go, "Oh my god, am I my, you, you become very self-conscious and you're right. right what happens is that it just shuts down and it gets pushed inside nobody's learning from anybody you're just afraid you just are nervous and I'm fearful that that's the direction that this is going to take us we've mentioned you know a couple of times McCarthyism I'm not equating this to McCarthyism but I I'm, I'm, I kind of I'm to that to the to the extent that McCarthyism was cancel culture. I am equating this and I think that it can go too far. And I think I think that if we don't allow for due process to happen and Cuomo has to work with his people and sort of look at the situation. But I don't think he should be forced by all those people. Honestly, what I feel is that all those people who are calling for his resignation are trying to make their virtue signaling. Their virtue, sure. their virtue signaling, oh, so that 100%. their base, whichever base they have, sees that okay, I stood up to this. I, 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 was, I was on the vanguard of calling for him to resign. Right. And they better hope to God that that it does end up going in that direction because yeah. I don't think he's one to fuck around with, honestly, politically. Uh,
1: no. Oh, and that's another reason why these guys are kind of, like I said, they're kind of. Uh, going to kick him now that, he's, now that down. he's down. That doesn't mean they're wrong to kick him. He might deserve the kicking. But th- he's held them he's in held check. Them back,
0: yeah. For- I guess that's our conversation about Cuomo. Right. We didn't really come to any, I don't think, any startling conclusions. But you are on record uh, now other saying 70% chance 70% gonna- chance
1: he resigns. And keep your eye on Weezer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or is the lieutenant governor. Yes. I mean, <laughs> well, whatever. One or or Weezer. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Mark we don't we did social media up at the front so we don't That's have it. anything else to nothing say nothing left to do except to say thank you for listening everyone we really appreciate it share us with a friend if you like us and just have, goodbye. have a good life have just have a good whatever just be good good
1: all right Peace out, Cub Scouts.
0: Bye. Wow.
1: Half-pipe. This,
0: this. I this. told
1: my son that, 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 you know, there's like, it's a song where they talk about the hash pipe. Oh, yeah. And I always sang half-pipe over oh. it, so he thought it was a song about skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, to this day, maybe you still think that, but <laughs> it, it was really about <laughs> drugs.
0: <laughs>